Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. I'm Lauren Page, and guys, I know that this has been a week, and it's only Wednesday, and I want to acknowledge that this is a hard week, and these issues that are coming about are real, and they that there's a lot of stress and anxiety and fear going on in this world and I don't want to discredit that your feelings are valued your feelings are real a lot has happened in this year and I don't have a lot planned for this episode I usually have a decent outline if you were be able to see in my past episodes but I just really was like I don't know what I really want to say, but all I know is that to point back to scriptures, and I really just wanted to be kind of a safe place for you to come and just hear a voice, hear some encouragement, and because there's a lot of noise out there, there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of discourse, and... I think that at the end of the day, like we give people power and we give people power by the way we vote, by the way, but also by the way we treat them outside of the polls. And I think that is just as important, if not even more so, because we give people in power power. And if we are not acting in unity and in love and working for the greater good, then nothing's going to change. And so I do think that this election is important, but I also think that at the end of the day, we have to notice that like we need to make change at a local level with our neighbor, with our um, classmates, with the people we work with. And so I just want to be some encouragement for this week and it took me a while to come to the recording process, but I also know that I needed to take care of myself, you know, talk to my friends, talk to my family, um, and be just like y'all and just take the time that's necessary. And so um, let's get into the episode. So really what I have prepared for y'all is just some scripture, um, for you to look up yourselves, for you to think about while I'm reading it. But um, some scripture that I have is Ephesians 6, um, chapter, chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. And it says in the NLT version, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his power, but on, put on all God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places therefore put on every piece of god's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil and after the battle you will stand you will be you will still be standing firm stand your ground putting on the belt of truth in the body of god's righteousness for she- shoes, put on peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to 
stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious ways that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. And so there was more. But, oh wait, the last verse is, I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador, so pray that I'll keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. And my main reason for um, choosing this verse, Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 20, was because I think that though there's so much going on, we forget that we have, we have tools. We have tools and we have God's armor and that I think a lot of people use this verse, these verses and in, in Ephesians to talk about that we're not fighting against flesh and blood and we aren't. I think that there is a lot going on in not on this earth, like it said in the unseen world and that is <laughs> going to get controversial, but I just think that hate is rooted in the devil's ways, basically, on a very small scale um, way to say it. And so the main thing that I want to focus on is putting on God's armor. And so that's how we can resist a lot of evil in this world without having to, you know, comment something on Twitter or Instagram. It's like, he wants you to put on the belt of truth and the body of God's righteousness. So the truth is not what all of the media outlets are saying. It's not what anything that this world could give. It's always coming back to the word of God and if those things align with his word. And so put that around your belt. And I think for shoes, like we can walk in peace and we can walk in peace, not in a way of like we are naive or ignoring the things around us. We can walk in peace because we know how this ends and we can walk in peace to go towards justice. And I think that a lot of us forget, and I heard this in a Lauren Daigle live, is just like, we forget that God is a God of justice and he created justice. And when she said that, I was like, that's so powerful because there's so much in scripture talking about justice and talking about how important it was in the life of Jesus for justice because he was always going after the least of these. He was going after the blind, the oppressed, the... um marginalized and so Jesus heart was for the least of these his heart was for the people that were the outcasts and I think that that's something to note that like we don't talk about is just like we're always pointing fingers we're always pointing these harsh rules but it's like the heart of Jesus is justice and so I think that's just the 
one thing to keep in mind that we don't always talk about. And I love how it says, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And that just shows like the unity that's so important in our lives today of believers and non-believers alike. And just be persistent in our prayers because I've just seen like, y'all, if you really lean into your prayer life, like it is impactful. And if you come with the pure and open heart, like I promise you, like I've not only seen it in my life, but I've seen it in the lives of other people, how powerful prayer is. And I think if you really just are open and it doesn't have to be a long prayer, it doesn't have to be, you know, an hour long prayer, but if you really come ready and open and sometimes it's just saying Jesus and just sitting in stillness. So just really... I would encourage you to open up to praying during this time and being still as hard as that is. And it's not just in a meditation way, but just like being still and in the moment and like sometimes in acknowledging what you're feeling, that it's valid and just like calling out to God, basically. I feel like this next verse really just hits home with what we're all fearing. Filling, which is Romans chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. And it really just speaks to how maybe some of you woke up, went to sleep, whatever. Um, and it says, starting at verse 22, for we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And we believers also groan even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory. For we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. We too wait with eager for eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children, including the new bodies he has promised us. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already had if we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. And I just love that because it just speaks of like how the Lord knew that there was going to be groanings and just suffering and pain in this world. But as believers, we have the foretaste of the glory, even though it doesn't feel like it. We have to remember, like I've told in the in season one, like faith over feelings. And that's what really is going to propel us forward is faith over feelings, faith over what's on the news and in front of us. And our eyes can see because that's the essence of faith is the things unseen. And I also love is like we too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children. And it's like not just we wait and just sit on our couches, or just, like, dread, but we wake with eager hope, and I'm aware of, you know, how that sounds, and how if you want to sit on your couch, like, believe me, I have done it. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I regularly post Instagram stories on my couch, and so, you take the time that you need. And I've been posting different things on Instagram about taking the time mentally. But it's also like, as you sit there, like know that like at the end of the day, you have this eager hope because you know it doesn't stop here. It doesn't stop at this moment. And sometimes that's what just gets you through that day is like having that eager hope of like, Jesus, come fill my heart. And so I also love, I think the last, could have 
bit of wording and a tongue tie in the scripture. And it says in parentheses, if we have if we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. And I think that's all we're all trying to do during this time as ballots are being counted. I don't even know what's happening right now. Like something might be happening with the election as I record this, but we wait patiently and, um, and confidently and not because we think we know that a certain outcome will happen, but because we are confident in that if we push open our heart for justice, our heart for love, our heart for hope, that we can be confident in that we as a society will push forward. And if we know that we did the best that we can, and we continue to have those conversations and we continue to press forward, then we can confidently know that we showed up we tried to get other people to show up. We tried to initiate conversations. And um, I think that was also one scripture that I was like, yes, like scripture understands these times that we are in. Okay. And I'd like to mention before I get to the other verse that I will have these verses in the details, if you press details of this episode and um, so that you will can write them down and remember. So this next one is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 8 through 11. And I'm reading this out of the Passion Translation and it says, but since we belong to the day, we must stay alert and clear-headed by placing the breastplate of faith and love over our hearts and a helmet of the hope of salvation over our thoughts. For God has not destined us to experience wrath, but to possess salvation through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. He gave his life for us that we can we may share in resurrection life in union with him, whether we're awake or asleep. Because of this, encourage the hearts of your fellow believers and support one another, just as you've already been doing. And honestly, that's kind of like, you know, convicting. It's like, are we show, are we showing up in the best way that we can? It's like, we belong to the day. Like we are in it. It's present. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know, you know, what we can be said that's impactful to this, to someone today. And it's like, it's encouraging us to be alert and be clear headed and that we have that opportunity to be like, we have opportunity to have a sound mind. And it's like, but making sure you're armoring and putting over your heart faith and love. And so to guard your heart, to make sure that you are not letting just anything come into your mind and in your thoughts and in your heart and you taking things just up and clinging to the truth that doesn't align with God's truth. And so, and I love how it says, put on the helmet of salvation. And just, I think for me, that that picture is like remembering, like even your thoughts and remembering like, I, like what being saved really means and what Jesus did for us really means and not just seeing what we see right in front of us. And um, I think the last part, of course, is where I really feel like we're like oh we're we're kind of called out is because of this encourage the hearts of your fellow believers and support one another just as you've already been doing and I think this is where like in the church right now 
it's kind of a little wishy-washy and just believers in general is just like support one another like yes we know that what we know is true about Jesus about that he is all powerful but also like listen to people and listen to their sadness because that's also real and that's also true and that's a part of what we are called to do is listen and honor people and and honor the different causes that are going on in this world and I think that that's something that can kind of get missed during this day is like yes we have so much to do and also listen to people that still are hurting okay so i do have a song for you today i feel like i've already done it but when i was looking through the episodes i couldn't find it but i know i've done this worship band group whatever you want to call them north point worship which is here in atlanta and so it's the song is called by my side and i literally have it's i don't know i've just it's been one of those songs that i've really just play sometimes over and over again i know last year i like literally played it a lot and so i feel like it's pertinent to this season that we're all in And it says, ever faithful, ever near, Christ before me, you're always here, never failing through the night, in the shadow, you're by my side. And I just think that that really encapsulates what I think about like at night and sometimes you have trouble sleeping and just remembering um, that he's there and that he's near. And I've really been trying to read scripture before I go to sleep and like out loud like over myself to help me go to sleep because it's just something new I've been doing um so the next verses are even when the night seems to hide your face even when the fight tries to steal my strength even when trouble seems to call my name I'll be fine I'll be fine you're by my side even when the night seems to hide your face even when the fight tries to steal my strength Even when trouble seems to call my name, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And I think that the verse that always gets me is even when trouble seems to call my name. And that just always reminds me of like those times when it seems like, and it's basically 2020, but those times outside of 2020 when it seemed like you would always get those pushbacks. You would all like trouble seems to kept coming up like, all of these things against you kept coming up time and time again, but like the word still stands. Jesus never changes. Like he's always there and by our side and he has us. It may not look like how we want it to look. It may not look how we thought it would, but we will be fine. And um I think it's I love how it says even when the night seems to hide your face like we don't know if we can see you God like where are you like we feel like you're hiding from us but but he isn't and this is why he died because he knew all of these things were going to happen and he suffered 
so we can stand in that suffering know that we won't be suffering for long even if it feels and it feels like you've been doing it for years even if it feels like you've been doing it your whole life like Jesus did more for us because he took the whole world's sins and suffering and so the last couple verses I'll give to you is it's time for letting go I'm not in control Jesus you are you are. It's time for letting go. I'm not in control. Jesus, you are. Jesus, you are. And it just keeps repeating. And it's just kind of a slower song, just peaceful. It's called By My Side by North Point Worship. If I've already said it before, it's still necessary today, guy. <laughs> I sometimes forget about it. And then when it pops up, on like my Spotify or like made by made for you playlist, I'm like, oh, it just a calmness washes over me. So for the shout out, I wanted to shout out Darling Magazine. I sign up for their newsletters. I actually signed up. I signed up this year, I believe, and I screenshotted some some of these questions sometimes their journal prompts are really good so I always recommend their newsletter I know you probably don't want to get any more emails but like theirs is just so good and so calming and relaxing and not the emails that are too like spammy you sometimes don't even notice that you're they're in your inbox but it's the best treat when they do come in my opinion and okay so this by darling magazine they have a couple of like writers that write about what they've been learning and it's been a great for me to have during um this pandemic and it says and she was talking about the um election and she says as i look around at my neighbors and the immediate people in my network i'm reminded that we all for the same we all want for the, long for the same things, close relationships where we feel known and loved and assurances that we matter and we're here for a purpose. I'm thinking about the choices I can make today to remind others that they are known and loved, that they matter and that they're here for a purpose. My actions might feel small in light of the big events happening in our country. I'm going to drop off some flowers to a friend struggling in the pandemic, cook dinner for a couple with a new baby and take thank you gift to my USPS worker who helps with darling shipments. It's true that those actions feel small in the context of the election and the pandemic, yet I know I cannot explain yet I know I cannot complain about the disunity in our country until I work to do something about it in the small ways that I can. We bear the weight of this disunity together. Together we bring about change. The shift to a kinder culture starts with us in our individual communities. Let us not despair today, no matter what's happening in the news today. Let's choose to embody love towards our neighbors. And I think that that was great because she talked about like at the individual le level, like we always say like our vote doesn't matter, but it does because on an individual level, on our day-to-day -day level, our actions have consequences and they have a ripple effect. And I just thought that that was a beautiful written um, word that she gave. And it's just like, she, they had some journal prompts and it's like, how can you make a friend feel known and loved this week? And it's is also one of them is what is one practical kind deed you can commit to this week? And so that is where I love you and leave you. So I hope that this 
podcast episode was a little light to your day, a little kind of disconnection from just a lot of disagreements and arguments going on and that I can provide that just some a little bit of calm and a little bit of relaxation for you. I've talked a little bit about some deeper feelings on my Instagram um, IGTV, if you want to go look at some of my other instances about, you know, discourse and disunity. And um, I hope this helps you with today, tonight, and tomorrow. Talk to you later.